One, two, three, four. It's the spoils of Akron. We have the president here. President of DAP. Susie Graham. The spoils of Akron, the spoils of Akron podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the spoils of Akron podcast. We're so glad you're listening in because we have a really, really special episode today. Chris, the president, is here. I know. I heard president. I'm like, cool. Obama? Obama is really pretty. Everyone noticed. The alley has been shut down here. We have helicopters and security all around because the president of Downtown Akron Partnership, Susie Graham, is in the house. Oh, you thought, you silly Akronites. It's Susie Graham. She's wonderful. She is the president of Downtown Akron Partnership. Uh, she provides a great, great service uh, to us through DAP. Uh, DAP is, is uh, what Downtown Akron Partnership is, is often called, if you're not familiar. But one reason we have her on specifically today, Susie, thank you so much for joining us, is to talk about First Night, which is coming up at the end of this week. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for the invitation. I appreciate it. No, really, it's our pleasure. Um, I, I respect you very much. I think so highly of you, which I think you know by now. I tell you every time I see you, uh, which, you know, what better place than here on the podcast so everyone can, can know how much uh, I am a fan of yours. But what can you tell us specifically about First Night coming up? It is such a great annual event here in Akron. It is. So thanks so much for the invitation. And it's funny you should make a big stink out of my title. I'm not a title <laughs> person. so I know. That's <laughs> even better. I do not care about my title. Um, so First Night, yeah. First One night more is, reason I love you. Yeah, I love you too. It's mutual. So... First night. First night has been around for this will be the 20th first night celebration. It is a New Year's celebration of the arts. Uh, it really started back again, you know, 20 years ago when downtown was a completely different place and Downtown Akron Partnership was charged with trying to make sure that we had visitors coming into the downtown area. And one of the ways that they thought that that would be great was um, it, it was not actually, you know, it's obviously not my idea because I, I wasn't here at the time, but Marianne Jackson partnered with another gentleman who was with the uh, Inventors Hall of Fame and they wanted to bring a first night to downtown Akron. Uh, they saw them in Boston, modeled in Boston, and there was a national model that was created at the time and wanted to bring one here. So they thought that was a great way to bring visitors into the downtown area to celebrate all that downtown can be, all that downtown could be, and start to imagining, or start to imagine the downtown of the future. So that's how First Night got started. We are now, you know, fast forward 20 years, and we're about to celebrate the 20th First Night Akron on New Year's Eve. It's, it's hard to believe it's been 20 years, and it really makes me feel old because I remember the first First I Night. Too. Can I just say that Chris says that at least once an episode? And, and Cody that probably wasn't even born yet, or he was he one says, year old. Something Aww. makes him feel old every episode. Stop it. And I'm like, people need to start. We need to get an image up of you because you're not an old but, person. But I like that. You know, I, li I like having but the yes, experience. I you, wouldn't trade that. You for can anything. speak to the history more than any of us. I mean, I'm not too far behind you. But. I'm, how many have you attended, or do you remember going 20 years ago when it first started? Do you have memories of First Night? I do, yeah. Um, you know, I was obviously in a much different place than I am now. You know, I was, I think I was still in college at the time and waiting tables and did not have children and was a lot younger and probably not as smart as I am now and made, didn't make as good of choices as I do now. But yeah, it was. It was fun. I mean, it was... You sound like you were a lot of fun. I wish we... I was. <laughs> oh, too much fun, actually. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I've taken my daughter over the years, and, you know, we've... I, I've noticed First Night has changed, but some things haven't. You know, I think there are a lot of things about it that are, are good and predictable. But, you know, you're always going to see a good band. You're going to see fireworks. There's food. I mean, and then some of the exhibits and and you know different extras I think have, have improved and changed over the years. And uh, what's new this year? And, and what can people expect at first night? So there's been a lot of discussion about um, changing first night. And truly, I believe that uh, given the track record that the event has had and track record, the track record is good, but it shows that it's a really good time for us to change the event. So I'm really excited about changing it in the new year. Um, there are some new things to look forward to this year. We've changed the venues around a little bit. Lock 3 is back as a venue. 
some of those activities that you can normally um, pay to participate in, you can participate in for only a dollar, which is great with your first night button. Nice. Yes. And one of the big changes that should be fun, uh, for the last three years, we've watched small children freezing cold um, at nine o'clock waiting for our sort of our faux countdown, our, our nine o'clock countdown. Um, and the children really, really seem to be quite cold waiting for that to happen. So Aww. we decided this year to move that inside and try to do a, a laser light show at the John S. Knight Center. So that's going to be a new way for us to count down. Love to, it. Yeah, our, that's our 9 o'clock countdown. Um, and again, hopefully that's that's not just small children, but there's there are people of all ages at first night. It is an enjoyable event for people of all ages. Uh, so that should be really exciting. And then um, other new things, we are doing a silent disco, which should be a lot of fun at the Knight Center. How do you do a silent, a disco? silent disco? What's that about? Um, they are trendy across the nation. They're essentially, you have three DJs spinning three different types of music, and you can go in and you, you trade an item, like a driver's license for a set of headphones. Um, you can listen to any of the three DJs. You and all of your family are dancing and getting down. But but if, you have headphones on. Have That's headphones what you mean by on. silent. It's not playing throughout the room in the air. It, it's and really it's, cool. They did one at Poor Tracker this year. It was awesome. And, and if you you can have them anywhere and not really worry about if someone doesn't like loud music. You don't have to worry. You, you know you, you can take your headphones off and still talk. And it's awesome because I think you can switch to different channels so people can kind of listen to different. DJs and different types of music, I think, in the one that I remember. So yep. that must cool. be really fun. Somebody needs to videotape that. Like, that must be fun to watch people dancing <laughs> with each other and just looking each other in the eye, like, and feeling that music, but there's really no sound in the room. And that one was <laughs> fascinating. So I did try it at Poor Tracker, my family and I It's tried like the it. anti party. The kids loved it. They, <laughs> it's all in your head. They so loved it, but it was fun to do exactly what you just said, which is you make eye contact with other people who are feeling very silly because to an outside an outsider everyone's just hopping around to nothing the sound of nothing or the sound of giggling um, and you make eye contact with them and you can see there's like lights on your headphones that tell you which which station you're on ah. so you can see like who's on your station and you you make that eye contact and you can just tell by the way people I'm, are moving she's, she's dancing in her music. seat right now it's so, it was so it, and it just it so happens fun. that I hear music in my head all the time, so my world is a silent disco. Like, there, you you know, there you go. Walk down the street, bob in my oh, head. Oh, see, I thought you just weren't listening to me half the time. You're li- you've got music in your head. I <laughs> it, knew it wasn't It's me. you with a musical score yeah. behind it. It's, sure. it's actually really entertaining. We just need to get tuned into your channel, that's Chris, right, and then that's we'll right. be fine. I'll well, stick an antenna in my head and I don't know. get the I, reception. I almost see it as like um, a human art installation. Like I could see an artist, uh, a modern art you know somebody videographer taping that situation and that sort of psychological aspect and that that sort of um, voyeuristic situation watching people dance while only they can hear it but looking at each other and interacting in a party that's like silent throughout the room but that's kind of a neat thing I think it'd be funny to tape that and just see what the motions look like and the interactions it just so happens that I have access to some video cameras, and I will be there on first night. So I'll make sure we, we record some of it, and we'll share it with you. Yeah, I mean, we're you know, Akronis will be there. We're at the John Knight Center. I'm glad Knight you picked Center. up on that, Chris. Yes, that, that was. <laughs> was that a subtle hint? Subtle Not suggestion. So subtle. It's a perfect opportunity to right. videotape how the arts connect people, because really, that's what you see. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's you so see cool. How music connects people. Yeah, it's very very exciting. neat. Very neat experiment. Yeah, we'll Good be stuff. we'll be collecting videos on the Carter Terrace. Um, on the top level of the Jonas Knight Center, and we're we're using the hashtag Twenty First Nights um, to have people share their their first night memories. Since twenty years is kind of like a retrospective type of year, so those listening out there, please upload a video this week before first night, and you can come to first night and record videos then and there. We'll be giving away T-shirts, Acronis T-shirts, to some random folks who sign up for our newsletter. So I want an Acronis T-shirt. <laughs> Yay! Even if I don't sign up, can I have them? Okay, I'll sign up. We'll, I'll, we'll talk I'll, about. I'll do it the right thing. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I'm excited. Are you guys excited for New Year's in general? Do you guys so. do the resolution thing? I do not do any resolutions. Do you make that's it a point resolution. not to? Um, I don't think it's so much a point. I just don't get around to it. <laughs> I just know I'm not going to do it. So you know what I mean. If I have to make a resolution to, do, to get something done, chances are I'm not going. Like, come on. I'm either going to do something or not. I'm not. Whatever the time of year is. Um, so I'm not really one to, I've, I've just, I've made them before and, and you forget in a month. So I've learned through experience. I can set goals with or without 
New Year's Eve. Well, I, I think the key is to do realistic resolutions and expectations. I think people, you know, give themselves unrealistic goals and then they don't meet them after the first month and they get discouraged and they go from, you know, like they say, I'm going to work out every day. And then they go from not that to not working out at all. So I, just I, I like to make them all year round and just kind of keep these positive yeah. goals in my head. You know, I, I would like to take on fewer projects, but more those with more substance. You <laughs> uh -huh. know, I say yes a lot to things and I wear myself thin. Mm -hmm. I'd like to eat better. You know, I love chocolate and I love junk food and I just, you know, and I think rather than not eat any junk food at all, maybe it's like, okay, just every other day or one day a week where I can eat whatever I want. Just so, set some limitations. Like right. no more Realistic bags of chips under my pillow expectations. at night. Right. <laughs> or the, everything in moderation. I always try to take everything yeah, in absolutely. moderation. That's sort of the motto as opposed to just yeah. cut all of this or very, do very, all of this at once. Doesn't make a lot of sense. No, very sensible. It's not I always have the word balance in my head. Balance. Because right. I feel it can apply to pretty much anything, whether it's my workload, my dietary habits, my, you know, uh, whatever the heck, balancing friends and family and social life with work, all of that, um, balance, balance. When I work here and I create the menu each month, balance is the, the word of my mind. I've got to balance out the flavors. I've got to balance out the pricing. I've got to balance out, you know, vegetarian options versus people that want, you know, some chicken or something. So I, Always, always working on that balance. I love it. I'm a Libra, so it makes sense, you, I guess. You're a well-balanced oh, person. She's actually standing on her head as she's doing the podcast. <laughs> she has such great balance and poise. Well, Susie Graham, you are with Downtown Akron Partnership. Um, you became the president. I know you don't like the title, but you should be proud because we're lucky to have you in that position. Thank you. A couple of years ago, you acquired that Five years, Position. about five years in April. Because prior to that, you were working for the city, right? The I city was. of Akron, mm -hmm. as opposed to downtown Akron Partnership. Yes. Um, and you worked very closely with Dave Lieber, the deputy mayor at the time, is that correct? How do you feel your position then and now compare with each other? Do you feel more connected with the city, the people? Did you feel more so before? Um, it's very different than what I was doing before. Just prior to leaving, I was coordinating arts and children's programs for the city, and there are times when I miss what I was doing very much. Um, I appreciated being able to do the Lock Through Summer Arts experience, for example, was a really great opportunity to work with both the arts community and young people who were coming up through high school who had an affinity for the arts, and seeing those connections um, be created so that they could move forward in their career and the benefit of the artists working with the young people and being sort of inspired by their their energy and their enthusiasm. So I, I miss some of that. Um, you know, the New Year's Eve switch up, that, that was always the shift at Lock 3 that nobody wanted to work. So I was always there. Um, first night was at Lock 3, uh, wiping ice skates and doing that kind of fun stuff, which um, is, you always have to look at everything as a positive challenge. So even some of the most mundane activities can be really delightful when you invest in them wholeheartedly and look at them as opportunities to meet all of these people on New Year's Eve that you wouldn't normally get a chance to meet. So there are parts of it that I miss, sometimes, you know, some more than others. My current position certainly allows me to connect with the city and decision makers at the city in a new way, um, more alongside of those decision makers, as opposed to you know carrying out missions for those decision makers. So it's it presents new opportunities and allows um, for me to then be able to mentor other people. So the people that are working with me, I really enjoy providing them with an opportunity to also grow and have those um chances to learn and do things alongside of leadership I think is really exciting. That's awesome and that description of your job before um, when you talked about the mundane tasks such as wiping down ice skates but you got to meet and interact with those people and you took the wholehearted approach and in, in that that's that person in you that I admire and love. Um, I've gotten to know a, that little bit of you over time and um, that's part of the reason I have that respect that I mentioned at the beginning. It doesn't just come out of thin air. You have more more than once shown that side of yourself, and I've, I've noticed it. I actually first met you when we had the little urban canvas gallery on Main Street, Jason and I, mm -hmm. and we were part of the art walk thanks to you. Um, and, you know, you basically ran that art walk, even though it was supposed to be run by artists and the gallery owners and everything and still is you were on every trolley ride you were the one coming around with the Akron Art Walk flyers and distributing them touching base with all of us artists and um, representatives and you were awesome I was an immediate fan because that 
personality came through and you, I can't thank you enough, have been supportive of us uh, since that time, both with Urban Canvas and the art scene uh, during the art walk and now with Urban Eats the Cafe. So thank you on a personal note, but thank you on behalf of all of Akron because I know you do this across the board. Um, it, it's Downtown Akron Partnership is something we're all very lucky to have and very supportive of the small business scene. So thank you. And, well, and I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. sorry. Oh, no worries. Uh, just when, when you say the thing about the, the art walk, and it is it is carried on the backs of the, the artists and the galleries that participate in it. So really, they are the ones doing the right. work. Um, we have the honor of coordinating the information. And so, yes, is that sometimes a lot of work? Yes. I saw um, you as the glue. Let me put it that way. I saw you as <laughs> okay, the glue. Um, but and, and, and again, we're honored to be the glue to help promote the greater whole of the arts community in the downtown area, which now has shifted to Downtown Akron Partnership, and the city still graciously provides that trolley. Um, but that it was exciting to see all of the energy that's there um, and to have the expectation that the artists would be able to coordinate that information and publish that information, that's, that's really not a fair expectation of a small business. So that's where it's, it's helpful to have someone come in and, and be the, the glue. I appreciate being called the glue. Um, <laughs> now that name she likes. She doesn't like, like president. She doesn't I'm like cool. the formalities. But she likes Graham glue. glue. Yes. Well, well, I think what makes Susie unique, because I've known Susie for quite a few years um, through my work at the Akronist, and I, I met you when you were still working for the city, and you were always a good liaison to get information about the arts and certain prizes and competitions, is the sign of a good leader is somebody who's willing to roll up their sleeves and wipe off the skates, roll up their sleeves yes. and, and do whatever needs to be done. I mean, you're visible at every event that the DAP does. You know, you know, some leaders or some people who are leaders aren't, you know, as accessible and visible and you have kept yourself accessible, visible. You're, you're not afraid to do the mundane tasks that you mentioned earlier. And that is a sign of a good leader because a good leader is someone who demonstrates it and people follow them as well as giving out the orders, you know what I mean? Yeah, and she's so down to earth and approachable, like you said, Definitely. while she does it. We're just here to we're just here to butter you up. I was today. saying, just yeah, making this, me feel yeah. good. <laughs> I don't know when your birthday is, but oh, we're not till June. I'm a Gemini, so we're gonna treat out. you like it's your birthday today. Yeah, no, it, like it's everything we're everything we're saying is completely true, of course. Thank um, you. What do you guys um, suggest people do? Uh, I know we mentioned first night before, but I want to make sure we cover this at some point and and get the information out there. Um, if they're interested in participating, I, I know I was at the Akron Art Museum store uh, last week. I saw some of the brochures and the buttons and things like that. What locations or, or how online can they sort of prepare for first night? I just want to touch sure, upon sure. that real quick. Thank you. So uh, it is obviously quickly approaching. The best places to get your buttons are at Acme Fresh Markets. You can get them until 8 p.m. on first night. And then on first night, you can get them at... Um, in the Civic Theater, the Akron Civic Theater, as well as at the library shop inside of the Akron Summit County Public Library. So the Civic and the Akron Summit County Public Library are both venues. If you don't have your button on, just let the person know at the door that you're going to purchase a button, and they'll get you into the venue to uh, to make that purchase. Okay. So you can and get them the night of. How much are the buttons? They are $10, and um, children who are 9 and under are free with a button-wearing adult. So any adults need to have a $10 first night button. And am I mistaken, is the museum also part of it? They are, um, and you can get them right now at the museum. I don't know if they'll have them for sale at first okay. night, to be honest or not. Um, they typically sell out pretty quickly. So yes, the art museum is also a venue. Greystone Hall is the venue. You can also get them through Downtown Akron Partnership. $10 Ooh, a button. Greystone it, Hall is where DAP is located. Yeah, it's, Chris, it's a cool building. Have you been in those rooms? I know we talked about this once oh, before. Oh, the Egyptian room and yes! all those? No, we talked about it, but I have not been in the catacombs, so to speak. You so have to come. I, I'd like to I'm going to take something. these guys. Really We're going to go <laughs> crawl around in there. Yeah. So, so there's something significant with this year's buttons. We've come full circle in 20 years of First Night. And tell us why these buttons this year are especially special. Mm. Uh, they were designed by the artist Don Drum. Um, he designed the very first button for First Night 1997, and um, we're really excited to have him back, and his design is beautiful, so it was really wonderful that he, he said that he would take that on. That job is actually decided upon by a team of artists who designed the prior buttons, so that's the process that First Night Akron put into place way back in the day, that the, the artists who had created the prior button would then... Um, nominate other artists to create the new button and then they go through a selection process and they choose it and we are not part of that equation um, which is 
wonderful. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because First Night really does not have a logo. It just has a name, and then the, the design or the visual aesthetic that accompanies First Night changes year to year. That's a really cool tradition. I like that it's in the artist's hands. Mm -hmm. and, Love and that. And these buttons look a little different. They're round. I notice most of them are square buttons, they right? They are. You know, I don't know why the different artists gravitate toward the... I'm assuming the, the square or the rectangle is more similar to a typical paper orientation as opposed to the circle. Um, but we, we have them of all different sizes, but the round ones are probably the least least um, favored format. So yes, it's good to have a run button again. Great. Well, what other uh, services can you brag about on Downtown Akron Partnerships behalf that they provide to the city? We all see the wonderful um, staff that you have in the very bright fluorescent yellow and purple uh, coats throughout the city. They, we see them cleaning up our sidewalks. We see them watering uh, the pots with flowers in the summertime. Um, if you need help, uh, you can go up to one of them and say, hey, I'm either lost or I have um, a flat tire. I mean, they're just, they're those city super friendly people that are just there when you need them or that are easy to find. So tell us about that mission and, and what other services uh, they're there for because it's just really cool to have them and it's kind of a nice secure feeling to know they're there. Perfect. So I love your description. Um, when we talked about first night in its very first years, the 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 Downtown Akron Partnership nonprofit really our task is to our mission I should say is to promote and build a vibrant and valuable downtown. So how we do that is subject to evolution over time. One of the first things that we decided we really needed to do, and it was informed by um, a Mary Means report and Akron Tomorrow and a group of civic leaders, was to get those visitors into the downtown area. Alongside of that, or sort of, sort of at the same time, we started to evolve a clean and safe team because we understand that people don't want to go into areas that they feel are not cared for. One of the quickest ways to communicate that someone cares for a space is to make sure that it's clean and welcoming and that you feel safe. So, And you hit on all of those things when you were talking about our ambassador service. So we have this wonderful ambassador team. Um, Metro RTA actually is a, a significant par business partner of ours with our nonprofit to make sure that we're able to provide an ambassador team. We have nine clean and safe ambassadors who roam the downtown area on foot, sometimes on bicycle, and then for emergencies and service, um, service calls, they will use a truck. And they uh, clean up graffiti, they pick up trash, uh, about 40,000 pounds of trash a year they pick up. Oh my gosh. Um, graffiti, if it's on the ground layer or the first floor of a building, we try to get that down within 24 hours as long as weather permits us to be able to do that with power washing. Um, we power wash sidewalks, we do hospitality escorts if you want to walk, if, some, if you want someone to walk you from your car to a destination or vice versa, we're happy to do escorts, um, walking assists. We also do jump starts if you've um, locked your keys in your car, we'll get your keys out of your car. So you name it. And then most importantly, just provide those welcoming faces on the downtown streets as well as informed um, individuals who can help tell you a great place to eat or they can tell you, you know, how the parking meter works, you name it. Um, were there at your service. So that was a significant evolution of our organization so that we could address those needs in the downtown area. And no one else provides that. So Wow. They're like walking information centers. They are. I didn't they think are. about that. It's, it's and they're there to answer helpful. questions too. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I love it. And I'm not I, I knew they provided those services that I mentioned when I first started talking about them because I've seen them do it. I mean I see them in action. This isn't just, you know, for face or uh, for show. This is they're out there doing these things. We see them all the time. Um, throughout downtown and I have um, friends who I've or I've even seen posts on Facebook and things like that where someone said oh my gosh someone from downtown downtown Akron partnership helped me because my car was uh, either you know they needed a jump or a, a tire situation had presented itself that they got help from them and that's, that's so nice to have like yeah not to be taken for granted Akron if someone needs that help um, unexpectedly what do they do who do they call how do they contact them? Um, they can contact our organization um, at Downtown Akron Partnership, 330-374-7676 is our direct line. And then um, if it's after hours, we have an uh, on-duty ambassador, and there's a phone number there on our message that they can call to get an on-duty ambassador as well. So if they have a smartphone, if you have a smartphone out there um, and, and you need that help while you're downtown, basically bring up maybe the website. Would, they're not going to remember the number necessarily, no. but they can either 
look it up ahead of time and program it might be a smart thing to do um you know save that number in your phone or simply go to the website and they'll find the number there right so that's just downtownakron.com exactly downtownakron.com and um i've noticed such a difference in the past 20 years even plus you know in in downtown akron and so much more vibrant a lot more arts activities we have a lot more galleries open up a lot more businesses a lot of restaurants like sweet mary's bakery just opened which is a really cool place in your building yeah yeah it's one place you can go to get breakfast now downtown Mm -hmm. um now people probably take for granted our downtown akron partnership not every city has a downtown akron partnership correct correct um and what makes ours so unique and how did this come into being um so many years ago. Good question. So uh, some cities have property owners and again, city leadership that sort of have a visionary approach to their downtown and they decide to work collectively toward improving their downtown experience. And that's what happened here in Akron. It was about um, 15 years ago, we actually solidified what we call our special improvement district. So we have a, a special improvement district that has geographic boundaries and then inside of those boundaries, the property owners assess themselves or choose, I should say, to assess themselves a special tax that is then collected um, through the county and the city and then given to a nonprofit who is selected to manage the district. And our nonprofit is Downtown Akron Partnership. And so that's how that that's how that process works. Yes, um, we got that. We got that one. <laughs> that is something that is voted Score. on. Uh, I I consider it a a very sustainable initiative because we have to be voted into existence. We have to renew every five years. So that's a great opportunity for people to say, hey, is this organization doing what I think we need it to happen? Um, And they have the option to renew or not to renew. So we've renewed. uh, We're good for another five years. We're happy to be providing those services in the downtown district and honored to have that responsibility. Um, that said, like you said, or like I mentioned earlier, Metro is a really great business partner of ours. We also, we also have business memberships. And then the philanthropic community is also um, wonderful in helping fund our organization. So. And, and you're connected with um, so many different sectors of Akron, local government, the for-profit world, the nonprofit world, because you are a registered uh, nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really incredible the, the different, you're a hub with many spokes going to so many different sectors that a lot of people don't normally connect with, or a lot of organizations don't connect with so many different um, different types of groups and uh, affiliates. So that that's that's such a unique thing, I think. I mean... Totally. You provide a great common ground and I've been to a couple of meetings over there, or you guys have reached out, you know, Kimberly Beckett and your wonderful, the rest of your wonderful staff, um, you know, make it a point to come out to the small businesses and come out and make sure everything is great periodically and touch base and you guys stay in contact. You're really great about it. Kelly Fetter, um, we're very fortunate to have you guys and we, we appreciate everything, the, the art walk flyers that you now distribute when Kelly comes in and brings those and um, whenever a new business opens, just something to keep in mind everybody, if you ever start a small business, they'll come in and, and find out what they can do to help or uh, you know let you know that they're there if and when you need um, any assistance, whether it's you know marketing, they'll put your events on their webpage, like just stay in contact and um, it's just nice to know you're there. It really is this sort of mm, comfort. Right. I don't know a better word. And you do have a very comprehensive events calendar. As Liz was pointing out before we started, she looks at that to look at some of the events that we promote at the end of the podcast. I mean, it's you've been doing it for quite a while, and it takes a lot of people, a lot of, uh, of man hours, and, and a lot of effort, right? I mean, it's not it something does. that comes easily, right? No, it, um, it's a collection of everything going on in the downtown area. It is downtown-centric, and we always want to make sure that we promote our partner at Summit Live 365 for all things going on, sort of all fabulous arts and culture things in Summit County. Shout out um, to Nicole Mullet. Shout out to yeah, Nicole she was, on, she was on a little while back, <laughs> oh, so good, good, yeah, good. we had a, a great time with her. Perfect. There's synchronicity for you. Uh, but yes, the downtownacron.com has a really good list of things that are going on in the downtown area that are downtown specific. Great. Awesome. Well, we've been talking business. We've been talking city and government and functionality. And I don't know, maybe people are starting to get a little restless. Let's talk fun. What did you do for the holidays and and anything particularly local? What did I do for the holidays? Yes. So here's the Akron-wise, what did you do in the city? I'm really lame. Um, I really am. So when I'm at work, I try to be uber-present in everything that I do, um, and I'm in it wholeheartedly. So when I am at home, I try to be uber-present in everything that I do and make sure that I'm in, investing in my time with my kids and my family. 
So um, one thing that I, I didn't get to personally experience, but my daughter did, and it's it's a favorite, is to actually go back to the ice skating rink and do reindeer run and um, nice. ice skating at Lock 3. And do you I, ice skate? I do. Do you do it every year? Uh, mm, I haven't done it yet this year. Wow. But, but you probably will. will. Yeah. I, will. I can't imagine just being in your position and, and having worked it like you have and all that fun stuff in, in different regards. I can't see you not doing it every year. Deep, deep appreciation for the <laughs> guards at Lock 3. Um, so yes, I love to do that. I love the holiday programming at the Civic. Um, but to be honest, I love intimate experiences. I love to just be able to go to a restaurant and hang out with my family and show them what downtown looks like every day of the year. Um, and the holiday stuff is, is just sort of the holiday stuff, you know, plus, plus elf on the shelf and some, some, there's home and there's the social out and about right Right. balance back to that balance thing (laughs) give credit to one of the restaurants you 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 uh patronize this holiday season does one come to mind oh absolutely so well sweet mary's was a really great shout out so Mm -hmm. um holiday cookies from sweet mary's that's going to be a new tradition as well as like one dozen done at home because that's about all the time i have so we'll do one dozen at home and order the rest um crave Love their new adult root beer concoction that they've got going on and partner that with some of their french fries and a um, Roman tomato salad. High five. Favorite french fries in town. I say it whenever it comes up. (laughs) Best, best. Um, I have done Nuevo and I love takeout from cilantro. I will love to eat at cilantro, but I love pineapple fried rice. Just veggies. That's what we're talking about tonight. We're heading there after our podcast. Yep. Gonna go get some Thai food. Love the Thai food. I'm looking forward to El Gato. It's not open yet, but I know I am too. A little taqueria, taqueria coming to downtown, right next to the Lockview, and and owned by the same gentleman, owned by Danny. So very, very excited for that. Super excited. Um, I have no idea though. Do you know of an actual date that they have? I think it's tomorrow. Really? I think it's tomorrow. Shazam! I knew it was coming. I didn't know it was like here. (laughs) Right here, right now. Oh, you guys, everybody, that's so exciting. Another great eatery coming to downtown. El Gato is about to open. Mm -hmm. I knew we had you on for a reason. We needed to know that. Independently owned places are the ones to have. And we're so lucky in downtown to have so many independently owned shops and restaurants. True story. My faves. Absolutely. More than I can recall. We have Mm -hmm. so many independent businesses that are actually doing well. I mean, I've seen this this culture shift in Akron where people are more into buying local. Yep. We saw it at Crafty Mart recently. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, there are a lot of locally owned hun- uh, companies. One, one that comes to mind is Akron Honey Company. Mm-hmm. His business keeps growing and growing and there's so much community support behind what he does. And he's actually branched off with some other vendors and, and make, making like a little conglomerate. But I, I love that. I'm, I'm so happy that people are appreciative of locally made, locally sourced items and can see how it can directly affect our economy. We see it happening with more and more restaurants opening, more stores opening, yeah. more things going on downtown. And I think yeah. once people do that, they start to build a relationship with the people that own the business. And you can't, you can't put a price tag on that. So right. you can't put a price tag on walking in the door here and seeing Liz and Liz with a big smile on her face be like, hey, this is a great you, know, <laughs> you can't, You cannot put a price tag on that. And it's not just me, that's anyone that walks through the door that has been here more than once, Liz has a relationship with. And so you feel I love the people that connected. come through that door. Yeah. It's totally mutual. It connects I connect you to your community and gives your downtown culture and gives your downtown character. And so that's why we appreciate our small businesses so very much. So you're saying I can't walk into Walmart <laughs> and meet the owner of the whole chain and develop a personal relationship <laughs> with, with him. And you know the credits you know the people the people that work hard and greet yep. and do those things at Walmart, you know, that goes a long way too. But there's that sure. intimacy with a small business owner. I think that's what she's speaking to and and then that small business owner will more often times than not come to know you by name and and you'll build that rapport like you said and it I don't think about it to be honest with you I don't try to reciprocate I'm not saying to myself um you know that they're going to come in here so I want to make sure that I'm it's it's honestly um something I'm very just comfortable doing and it comes natural to me and I'm grateful for it I really enjoy that I enjoy and, and I'm grateful for the people that come through the door and I enjoy their company and their personalities so there is I think just that sort of natural reciprocity where they're nice enough to come in but I'm enjoying their company just as much I don't know if they realize that um, it's not you know for show or anything it's man those are my favorite hours of the day is when I'm working the, the counter at the cafe you, you like people, I can tell. A little bit. Just yeah, a little bit. Most people, But, right? you know, and that, you know, 
there's a quiet side too. I like to go home and, and veg and you know, you can't go all day every day. People think I do and sometimes I do, but um, you know, you need that downtime too and that sort of alone time. Gotta have that balance. But I'm I'm hands down happiest uh, at work. My two favorite things about my job are I love creating the new menus and I love interacting with the people, for sure. And you can see it. Oh, and then there's Jason. He's not not so so low on the list either. It's it's really awesome. I don't take that for granted. I get to work with him. But yeah, it's great stuff. We we tried to support as well um, locally. We had some great local retailers and so forth on the podcast recently. We had Lauren Ward and, and some others representing what they were going to be doing for the holidays. And um, I got some great gifts and gave some great gifts from local spots. I got really cute mini Tonka boots I want to brag about from Revival from Jason. Nice. Um, little black uh, mini Tonka moccasin style boots. And I'm just all about those and um, I got some gifts from uh, Revival to give to some friends and um, bought we got memberships to the new Y for the year the YMCA over connected on East Market connected to SUMA what else I we go got, there yeah I don't go there enough but we I don't go there, there yet we have before I, I like it. it's, it's a really good Y too okay it's we're totally more. guilty of this we, we get the memberships we usually do this every year and then we'll work out and then when May June hits and we can be outside we cancel it because we just during the warmer months we can be outside we can bike ride and hike and okay. so it's not as it's not worth it but you know by this time of the year I'm indoors enough and I'm restless and I, you know, you need that exercise. So that's going to, he's actually already been there today. So we got that over the weekend. Good for you. Um, I got a gift card to the spot at Yellow Creek. That's usually um, an annual Christmas present for me. So we tried to keep it local, give and receive and things like that. Um, I don't know if you want to call this local, but I got Jason Cavs tickets, (laughs) which you can call local because, you know, LeBron, I'm sorry. You can say what you want, Cleveland. He's all Akron. Am I right? LeBron is all Akron. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Love the man. I love giving people um, gifts from our local vendors. And yeah. Noto, you mentioned Noto, mm-hmm. a favorite. Zebra Martel is another favorite. Um, the thing about Zebra Martel, so I, I don't consider myself to be a high artist by any stretch of the imagination or even educated enough to talk about um, art in, a, in an educated way. But I love their shop. I love what they have, and I love them as human beings. They they have done so much to contribute to that neighborhood. It's incredible. That's so awesome. I always tell people about like how they've caught the feral cats in the neighborhood. This is my favorite story about them. When I met them doing the art walk. Not to way interrupt back. you, but I want to tell everybody who and where you're talking about. Zebra okay. Martel Gall- Galleries. If anybody is not familiar. They're located over uh, in the North Side neighborhood. I always reference Luigi's because everybody knows where that is. So if you've never been on the Art Walk, uh, you should go on one of the upcoming Art Walks and visit them. These are the awesome uh, husband and wife team, correct? Yes, yes. Who own the gallery space, run a beautiful um, art space, and they're part of the Art Walk, and they've given so much of themselves, as you said, to that neighborhood. So now you, they have a yes. feral cat story? Yes. So they've been anchored in the neighborhood for a very long time. They're at 43 Furnace is their address and they in the in the 43 furnace complex I should say and they had a small storefront and um, really did a lot of their business at shows and traveling to different shows and then were able to expand and opened up the front of their storefront and really did wonderful things for the building and making it much more um, attractive and beautiful they've added sculpture out front and part of that was they're they're big animal lovers and they would trap the feral cats and take them to be um, fixed or neutered, spayed, whatever, um, and then bring them back and let them go and they feed them. So they have significantly reduced the population of feral cats in the neighborhood just by being responsible property owners and you know extending their love of their of pets and animals and their neighborhood even beyond the walls of their building. Um, that's a perfect example of the kind of people we have downtown and the, and no. the people that we want to keep coming here. And I yeah, love that. I love, I love that. Mm-hmm. I like that. 25 years they've been here. That's awesome. That's one of those stories. That's a perfect example of your perfect acronite, right? There's nothing, there's not, no such thing as perfection, but that's what I'm talking about when I talk about quality acronites. They do their thing and it might be running a business. It, it could be related to any 
field, um, but they, they do what they're known for, but there's something really cool behind what they do that you might not even know about, that they're doing for the sake of doing something good, for doing something right, or doing something helpful. And I love that story. And That's you're right, quality. they'll never tell you. You have to just sort of come by it. And I, I came by it way back in the day when I was doing the art walk. Oh. The first times when I was going around, and for some reason we got on the subject of... What are their first names? Cats, Michael and Claudia. Hi, Michael and Claudia. They, they bring their dogs to work, too. They have these yes, they two do. large, beautiful dogs, and they, they love animals. You can mm-hmm. definitely tell. Um, they're, they, yeah, they're, they're good people. They, they really care amazing about the community. Shop. Like, it's like everything in there is super, super fragile, and yet the, the cats and the dogs, and you would never know that there's a dog or a cat in that space, and it's so clean. It's amazing. It is amazing. They are they are truly amazing people. Very cool. Everybody go check out their gallery. Mm-hmm. What Do you know what their hours are? Or should people Just go to the are. website. Yes. That's what I tell everybody. You can find them on downtownakron.com. And like I said, they are, they're always open for the uh, art walks the first Saturday of each month. Yes. Is there one in January though? Not I in didn't January think so. because we do first night. Right. Because of first night, you'll have to wait till February. First Saturday night in February is the next art walk. Um, but yeah, keep it local. The holidays are past, but you know what? If you still need to catch up on some gifts, I am actually getting together with friends even tomorrow and opening gifts. So it, I don't know about you, but we were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. It can continue into the new year. Stretch those um, holidays. Exactly. So continue yes. to frequent the local restaurants and shop. I, I did give somebody the Archie the Snowman book uh, <laughs> signed copy from Joanna Wilson for nice. Christmas. So. Just, Another former guest on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, tried to get a variety of, of everything in there. But um, the really cool thing everybody should keep in mind is that these places need your support all year long, not just during the holidays. And if anybody's ever worked in retail or restaurants, uh, January, February, March can start to get a little slow. There's a little bit of a lull, so try to keep it strong. Keep keep fre- frequenting those businesses. And as people's birthdays and anniversaries and other events, weddings come up, Make sure you go to these lovely galleries and shops and restaurants and get gift certificates or memberships to the Nightlight or the museum and things like that and keep the Akron uh, economy strong. It's up to you, Akron. It's up to you. That's right. It's up to you, Susie Graham. It's up to you. I want a quarter of every paycheck spent on (laughs) 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 this area. No, it's it's just one of those things where I think people, as the year goes on, you know, it might be hard to remember, but Mm -hmm. we, we pump all this information into them at the holidays. This is going on. That's going on. But, you know, these... Businesses all work hard all year long yep. to do their thing. Well, and if you can start the habit now, if you just you know like just like your uh, Y membership, if you can start going now, if you mm-hmm. haven't been frequenting local places, if you start it now and you start building those relationships, you'll find that they they call you back because you would much rather go to a locally owned place where someone's going to build a relationship with you and show you how much they care about you, and you would rather probably give your money to someone who you know is improving the community. And there's a whole, there's a whole um, website actually dedicated to that about how much when you, when you shop locally, how much goes back into your community's economy versus going to a chain. Um, it's, it's a good habit to build. It's a strong habit to build. And really it's just a mutually beneficial relationship that you're building. So yeah. start it now and continue it all year long. Good habit, Akron. Good habit Good to have. And I brought it up with you specifically because I know you're a big supporter and advocate of that. And you practice it. You, I've known you to shop at Alley M's Boutique, uh, who's now in Pilgrim Square, beautiful mm-hmm. new spot, and uh, Noto. Uh, for years now, I've seen you, I, I would just bump into you in those stores and you'd be, um, you always are dressed to the nines and look fabulous. And I know you <laughs> shop at those places. I do. I do. I, I love I've them. I've seen you there and those ladies know you well and, um, you know, they'll say, oh, Sissy Graham was in today and she got, you know, something, you know, maybe I'll have just missed you or something. Or the fashion show is another great example because every year you're a big part of that and helping Lauren coordinate. And um, and then there's the big, you know, shopping end of it afterwards and things like that. And I see you, Susie Graham. I see you. you <laughs> support yes. those guys. She's got your number, she, she sees me. Well, she's Are you following she's up. She, <laughs> she is. is obviously a, a local fashionista. Yeah, I stalk you. I stalk you every shopping and, and retail uh, experience you have. I'm documenting. No, no, I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. All wow. around, I see what you do. You and support in so many ways. I was checking out your earrings. Again, oh yeah, locally the made. My earrings are from uh, credit to Dana Hervey, who is she runs the bar at Crave, and she's married to Aaron Hervey, the owner of Crave. They co-own it, you could say, um, in that regard. And she made these beautiful earrings, and I've got a couple of pairs of her beautiful earrings. But she also does 
uh, really cool wire rings. Yep. Maybe people know her more for that, but she'll be at events like, I think I got, I got these at either Square Fest or Porch Rocker. She'll have booths set up at places like that. Mm-hmm. But you knew that, what's the name of the actual business? Wired by Dana? Wired by Dana. Wired with a D by Dana. Yeah, Dana. What up, Dana Hermy? She's so cool. She does this. Incredible stuff. Check it. <laughs> I just took my headphones off and showed them my earrings. Case they, they, they couldn't see them in full. They, they actually, what's really cool is when I look at them, I don't know if it's cool, but they look like giant prices right S's, don't they? They kind prices, of do. They, prices they, right they, dollar they look size. like uh, treble clef, a little bit like that's, treble clef. I was they're brushed metal. Not price tag, but that's all right. For those listening, they're brushed metal and they're silver and I love them and they're just a cool design. But then I can't at the same time help but think of once I got them home, I'm like, man, they look like the prices right dollar signs, like very curly, curly S's. Very nice. And was the price so right? Cute. Yeah, I mean, shoot, she's very reasonable. I think these were like a whole twenty dollars or something, and and then she she'll be bad and she'll discount for me. I tell her not to, and I argue, but there you go, back to those relationships. Yeah, Good so times. I have to fight her. So, so Susie, what are some of the other things that uh, Downtown Anchor Partnership does, and maybe some goals for your organization on the horizon sure. moving into the future? So it is fun watching downtown evolve, and again, as an organization, it's our it's our responsibility to maintain. A responsive nature or a responsive relationship with the downtown area so you know it's our job to sort of keep an eye out for what we need to be doing more of or doing less of uh, which is this very interesting segue with the with the first night conversation so if you look at downtown where we are now versus 20 years ago there are so many people organizations destinations who are inviting people into downtown for a wonderful experience 365 days out of the year So back when we started, it was sort of a a one-shot, one-night deal, and now we've evolved to a downtown area that has um, the Akron Rubber Ducks inviting people in, Lock 3, Lock 4 did not exist at the time when First Night was created, Um, the Cuyahoga Valley Scenic Railroad was a completely different animal, Um, the Civic Theater was very close to needing to shut down at the time, we didn't have Blue, we didn't have Musica, we didn't have Jillies, we didn't have, you know, I can keep going on and on and on about, we didn't have Art Walk, we didn't have any of those things, and it was before the revitalization of the Art Museum. So really, we were not bringing visitors into downtown, and that's why we took on First Night. So now, 20 years later, there are a lot of people coming into downtown from a sort of a visitors or coming into downtown to play. Um, and we want to make sure that we strengthen our pillars. If you think about pillars of a, of a community in a downtown area, you have a work, a live, and a play pillar. And sometimes also you're lucky enough to have a learning pillar, which we are with the University of Akron. So our visitor or our play pillar is doing pretty darn good. That doesn't mean you walk away from it. You just try to maintain it and and do what you can to encourage it to to help it grow. So again, those welcoming eyes on the street, things of that nature are really important for us to do. And is it necessarily our top priority to organize a really large party one night of the year for six hours? I think so. (laughs) I love that. I love your perspective. Okay, but if you have like limited resources, right, Mm -hmm. you you have to be mindful of where you put those resources and where you prioritize your time. Um, We see that, uh, you know, our vacancy rate in downtown is is in a place where we would like it to be a little bit lower than it is. So we want to work really hard on making sure that there are people who are attracted and coming into the area from a business standpoint. So we keep that business pillar nice and strong. And then also another part to sort of get us into our next phase of evolution is making sure that we have uh, residents and people who live in downtown. And we have wonderful people who like live in Liz. downtown, like Liz, Oops. but not enough <laughs> Did of you them. Just play that the guitar perfect. when you said that. <laughs> Liz, it was good timing. Oh gosh! Well, <laughs> but an accident. So you're saying that the living pillar needs to get a little stronger, yep. a lot stronger. Let's yes. put it that way. Yeah, we're, absolutely. We're all aware of that. Sure. So if you look at downtowns, or not downtown, but if you look at Akron's population, Akron's population has been um, dwindling a little bit. So we've been reducing in our population and reducing in our number of households. If you look nationally, where are people interested in living? They're interested in living in downtown. Downtown all cities. Of a sudden. So there's all this interest in getting people into downtown. So I look at that as an opportunity for us to grow that pillar where we could add households to um, Akron's households and we can add residents in our you know 
um, Central Business District. So it's a really great way to help the entire city and help the downtown area because if you have residents, then you have more people to to partake of the retail that is available inside of that geographic area. So your small businesses are going to be strengthened. You'll have um, places for employees to live who want that more modern lifestyle of living and working in the same area. A lot of folks who want to chuck their car and not pay for a second car or a car altogether. Um, and that's really exciting because we want to build our public transit that's going to make us a more attractive city. So those are all pieces to sort of the, 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 the puzzle of a healthy downtown area so we want to build those residents whatever i totally said this i totally <laughs> said i wanted you to run for mayor and now i mean just this is what i'm talking about you've got the whole thing mapped out planned out you have the answers Susie graham for mayor horgan you're out of here and no, i'm just kidding uh-oh <laughs> absolutely he hasn't not. even started yet <laughs> no no i'm kidding i, I, I did though i sincerely job. uh while the uh candidates were still being decided i was like Susie graham you, you should be our mayor. And I, I wrote her an actual email saying, I'm serious and I will, I will go around and get signatures. And it was one of those things where if somebody doesn't want to do it, if they're not, you know, necessarily interest, interested in that position, you can't make them want to do that. You no, obviously you can't. No, no, no. And I respect <laughs> no, I don't. And I respected manager. that. <laughs> and I said, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. She didn't want that position, but she had a really cool take on it nonetheless. I remember you describing. Um, how you would love to see that system work, but uh, but the explanation you just gave, for instance, for the downtown living and, and why it's so important—not that that's not something others aren't aware of—but um, you know, just things like that. That you're such a well-rounded individual that I thought the city would be in such capable hands with you. Oh, I appreciate it. It still is. Mayor is way outside of my Th- skill there's set. There's still so time. You're I'm, I, I'm really happy in the downtown it. area, and if I learning can... curve, shmermy <laughs> curve, you know, all jobs have it. I'm actually really excited for for this new leadership transition. I think it's going to be a great thing for our city, and I'm really excited yeah. about how much energy there is around community engagement. And um, I, I mean, Mayor Fusco and Mayor-elect Horgan all have expressed a sincere desire to involve more of the community in city building, and that's really important. If we want people to value the city and value the place where they grow up and value the place where they go to school and want to stay here and reinvest in it, um, they have to be part of making it. So I'm really excited about that. True. I'm excited. And really speaking excited. of Mayor-elect Horgan, he's getting sworn in this Friday, guys. Yes, he yes is. I'll Chris, be there. You'll yeah. be in attendance. I'll be there and I'll post the, a video that day. I will so. be there too. At the Civic, correct? No, at oh. Greystone. Greystone, I'm sorry. Yeah. That will have shout sense. out for Greystone. Another is that where the out. mayoral, that's not where the mayoral offices are, are they? No, okay. and it's uh, actually it's owned by the city, managed by the Jonas Knight Center, but it gotcha. has a really beautiful ballroom on the second floor. I don't know why I was thinking the Civic. So at, at Greystone, and you'll be in attendance, Chris. I will. And you said, will you be there? Yes, and, and you'll be I'm there. Coming with my kids, it's really exciting. That Good is a stuff. very very exciting, and what a nice thing to expose them to. You What's know, that? they'll always remember that your children. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. They'll That's always remember to, doing that with you. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I wonder how <laughs> Mayor Don's doing. I hope so. No, I haven't talked to him recently. I know. Well, I saw him a, f- a few weeks ago and had a really cool conversation with him out on the patio here when it was still a little bit warm outside. But um, I, like, can't help but think we need to have a proper send-off for him. Whatever anybody feels or whatever, come on. He served the city for decades. I think Absolutely. there needs to be a proper send-off. He has we made need to do significant that. contributions into to building the city over 20, 28 years. I don't care what anybody says. The guy's a trip. I think he's so fun to talk to, personally. I have nothing but fun conversations when I have them with him. I don't know him uh, that that well, but the conversation that's, conversations I've have, have had, they've been entertaining, to say the least. Absolutely. I, th- I think that's great. He's got great stories. For sure. So so first night is uh, Thursday night. Thursday right? night. Starts mm-hmm. at 6 p.m. Um, mm-hmm. all, all in these various locations throughout downtown Akron. Various locations. For firstnightakron.org or downtownakron.com, right? Either or. You okay. can get information about first night, yes. All It'd right. be a great way to ring in the new year. And Susie, are there any uh, upcoming events beyond First Night you'd like to promote? We're reaching our the end of our podcast, and and we'd like to give you know promote some some upcoming events. First Night is definitely the the top one we'll promote. Thank you. Um, so sure, I actually would promote just checking out downtownakron.com to see the most 
um, up-to-date listing of activities in the downtown area. And again, Summit Live 365, also a really great resource to get that information. Um, big fan of what's going on at Blue, big fan of the Civic Theater as far as events, and one of my favorite spots to go is the Nightlight Cinema. So I, I always love checking out a movie at the Woo-hoo! Nightlight. Nightlight. <laughs> well, we also have a specific here to Musica, something new starting in January, every Thursday there's going to be something called Vinyl Spin and Swap, and it will have a different uh, either theme or organization affiliated with it each Thursday. So the first one is going to be uh, with the Akron Sound Museum. The one on the 14th is going to be with um, Square Records, and it will be David Nizio's birthday celebration as well from Square, so that's going to be a fun night. Uh, so there's going to be Vinyl Spin and Swap nights every Thursday starting in January in Musica. Uh, also coming up uh, that everybody will want to be aware of if they haven't caught it is the end of the Charles Benecke exhibit uh, at the Akron Art Museum. It ends January 3rd if you haven't been to see Scepter yet. It's great. Um, it's got a great message and the new Neo Geo exhibit is there right now as well. So you can see both if you go to the Akron Art Museum uh, between now and January 3rd before that show ends. Uh, also coming up at the uh, Nightlight that Susie mentioned is the Kingdom of Dreams and Madness. That's going to be January 9th and 10th. Um, the Reindeer Run is at Lock 3. Uh, goes until February 16th. Susie, what is Reindeer Run? Tell everybody. Reindeer Run is a sled hill that is created out of a material that's sort of like astro- astroturf. So you can go sled riding any day whether we have snow or not. That's right. Whether it's we have snow fun. or not. Look outside. We've got rain. It's, did you guys see the video of the guy playing hockey at Lock 3? Is that not awesome? In I the rain? Seen in, it yet. in the rain, yeah. It was, like, it was like a puddle of water. He oh, was ice skating. It's it was, beautiful. It was, it was fun. And that really cool. Like someone, he was just stumbled upon it. It wasn't planned as far as I know. Right. He was well, well, out the, there in the dark playing hockey by himself, practicing, and the water was swishing as he's playing. It was so cool. Someone working the night shift for, I think, Channel 5 was out and said, I WKYC, love, I thought it was. Oh, was it? Okay. I could One be of the wrong, Cleveland but. stations. I love doing my job. You know, I just found this lone person ice skating in the middle of the night and then it, it got a lot of shares yeah around social i know media. the devil strip shared it and i i could be wrong with That's those cool. call letters maybe it, it was it, channel it was 5, on our but page too our facebook page yeah it, right he shared it, it after the devil strip i, I saw that he reshared that it, it's a really cool video if you guys can catch it um very artistic very pretty in my opinion it was, as yeah, well as definitely. i like the spirit behind it but we also have um coming up at uh on january 10th at the university of akron there's a women's basketball uh Akron versus Eastern Michigan, uh, January 10th at the university uh, for all you sports fans out there. So uh, all kinds of fun stuff coming up. I want to let everybody know that this week Urban Eats has special hours. We will be open through Wednesday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., closing earlier than usual, and we'll be closed on Thursday and Friday. And then we will be uh, closed all together during the day next week. So uh, just keep that in mind. It's just a a sort of holiday break for us. My apologies, but we'll be back fully functioning the following week with our regular hours, uh, Mondays 9 to 4 and Tuesday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Chris, what you got? Okay, I just have a few more here. Um, January 13th, uh, Gaines will be doing their network night, their monthly network night, and I think that's at Musica, I'm pretty sure. Uh, January 16th, the electric pressure cooker returns again. Uh, 8 p.m. It's a great all, all um, kind of all-inclusive open mic night. Um, open to all kinds of different performers, you know, writers and poets and dancers and whoever else, along with the musicians that you see at other open mics. In January 19th, the following Tuesday, it, we continue our Akronist in Wandering Aesthetics uh, full circle storytelling. It's at Aqueduct Brewery um, in the Akron's Beer District, I would call it, 6 p.m., um, and the theme is Drinking Buddies. And bring a story. You can just get up and talk. Anybody can who, who shows up can get up and tell a story. We also video uh, record them, and we, we make audio podcasts out of them. Um, and... Yes. I think that's That's awesome. They should now. call it the beer district. I like that. It, it kind of is. It was it was a brewing district historically and I think the more that we can get, you know, brewers there, it can I think it's a it can be a thriving beer district once again. It's on its way. So And uh, everybody can keep in mind, keep in mind as well that on Saturday uh, mornings there are pancake bre- breakfasts at Lock 3. So the next one will be Saturday, uh, January 10th. It's the 
from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. So that's a fun uh, breakfast, Saturday breakfast option downtown, pancake breakfasts at Lock 3. Uh, and it looks like they go every Saturday into February, maybe even uh, then some, but there's one January 10th, 17th, 24th, 31st, and then February 7th. Something fun. Sweet Mary's is considered She's doing on Saturdays. Well, I think she already is. Is she? I thought. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's we were talking about that last week as well, that there's uh, now, thankfully, another downtown Akron breakfast option on Saturday mornings, which, as someone who lives downtown, I'm very grateful for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Happy New Year, everybody. And we will uh, we'll, we'll see you on the flip side in 2016 next Ooh, week. we should have had noisemakers. We should. I'm, oh. I'm kind of a noisemaker. Yeah, we, we make enough Is that noise, what that look is, Chris? <laughs> be enough. He just looked at me I like, I was Liz, trying to think, like, what, what can we do? We have, like, 30 seconds. What can we do to make you some noise? You have a ukulele! I was in... In your hands! Blink. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Okay, Happy New Year, New Year everybody. And as always, <laughs> keep it an Akron day.